Hey guys, welcome to the Makeup Mentor Podcast. My name is Anita. I am your money mindset coach and makeup mentor. This is a podcast where we talk little about makeup and we actually talk all about the business side about being a freelance makeup artist. The beauty industry is a $500 billion industry and we're tapping into it simply just by believing that we can. So if you have the limiting belief that we can't make money in this industry, mm, this podcast is for you. I'm not only going to tell you all the things that I've learned the hard way, but I'm also going to be bringing on the experts in the beauty industry to go over their tips, tricks, strategies, and stories so that you can take your business to the next level. Now, without further ado, let's get right to it. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Makeup Mentor Podcast. I am super happy and grateful for this year. I am so excited for 2021, guys. I can't even explain how much good energy is in the air. I highly recommend that you guys get super clear on the people, the places, the things that are not serving you in 2021. Write them down and leave them in 2020 and start to bring on all the things that you've ever possibly wanted to manifest in 2021, guys. It's going to be an amazing year. I'm so freaking excited. So hope you guys are enjoying your holiday. This episode is actually going to be very special because it is a throwback. So long story short, when I made the huge shift that I made last year, right before COVID-19, I've been telling you all the bad stuff happened for a reason to help you guys get clarity on what your intuition is telling you to do. And that shift for me was starting my podcast and going all in and really just investing in myself. So it's not around the same uh, t- same time I started my podcast, but also the same time that I joined the mastermind and went all in and said, I am going to do everything that I've ever possibly wanted to do. And when everything got shut down, I got to this place where I just got so paralyzed with all the stuff that was happening with COVID-19, everything got shut down, but I was also on this high because I was hanging out with millionaires, which I talk about in this episode, but it just put me in a position where I wanted to help. And there's a question that I asked myself that I highly recommend that you guys ask yourself all the time. And that question is, if you had a million dollars in your bank account, Right now, what would you do? And something that we incorporate into our finances when it comes to the Makeup Mentor Mastermind and it comes to keeping money flow to you on autopilot is giving. Giving, 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 giving. So I had an amazing guest on my podcast when I first started a Mira Beauty app. They actually donated $10,000 to makeup artists. They started a relief fund and that inspired me to do the same. I did not hit my goal of $10,000, but I'm going to get back to that in the later in this episode. But we did reach enough to give one makeup artist $500. So I'm excited for you guys to hear not only how positive she was during COVID-19. Not going to lie, this episode makes me cringe a little bit because it's when I first started interviewing. And two, we actually had to re-record this episode, like half of it. It's just like, ugh, I was so frustrated. But I just really, really wanted to get her side of their story. So I appreciate Brittany so much for coming on the, uh, the 
podcast and being so patient with me and I'm so grateful for my team now guys like I can't even explain like how grateful I am that I don't have to work with the stuff that I'm not a professional in right like I had no idea how to do all this stuff and I think I'm just really proud of myself of how far I've come with my podcast and I really do appreciate all of you guys listening so this is gonna be an amazing episode to not only hear what I was thinking on my mindset thinking of like from the abundant mindset that if I had everything that I possibly wanted to right now what would I do And that was give. And I didn't have the extra, you know, $10,000 laying around to do this. But what I did is be resourceful. What you want to do is just think of how can you do this without the money? And so I want to thank every single person who donated to the $10,000 relief fund and made this possible for Brittany. So we get to hear not only about her story, you get to hear about how she is just a vibrational match to this manifestation, right? Because this was a manifestation where I had everybody fill out a survey, what's your favorite makeup, entered in a drawing, and then I picked a person and Brittany was that person. So she was very positive during this whole entire pandemic. She was um, really focusing on herself, her mindset. And those people are a vibrational match to finances, money, opportunities, opportunities and I think just being able to share her story was just really really inspiring for me to share with you guys so super excited thank you Brittany so much for being a guest and being patient with me and without further ado let's go to it where were you at when everything started happening with your business like did you always have a dream to be a makeup artist or was it just something that you kind of fell into so I went to cosmetology school and it's not something that I took serious until June of 2019 it was just one of those things where I was like yeah I can do makeup I might as well use it as a side hustle I had three or four other jobs so no I didn't take it very seriously at all right so I actually had um, four jobs when I started doing makeup so I think it's funny that we had like very similar stories but I was like I could do it on the side but all of my other jobs were also like during the weekend so I was like pretty much hurting myself so much by working like all four on the weekend because I bartended I served and then I did makeup and then I did Postmates and Uber so it was like it was crazy so after you you said you started taking it more serious during like late last year what were some steps that you took to to really get your name out there and start doing it full-time? I posted a lot of content. Like I would come home every day. I worked in the morning during the week. So I got off at like 12 and I would come home every day and like play with my makeup and post a picture. I would get frustrated because I didn't like the picture, but everybody else seemed to enjoy a lot of the content that I was putting out, but would go through these cycles where I would put out some things and then delete them Mm -hmm. because I felt like it wasn't what I couldn't decide what exactly I wanted to do because I don't want to be a beauty influencer, Mm -hmm. but I had to get it out there that you know I was still doing makeup and I knew how to do my own makeup but that doesn't always mean that you know how to do somebody else's makeup right that is so so a lot of it was just constantly posting and then I decided to make a Facebook page and connect it to my Instagram Mm. I had to come up with a new brand I rebranded my logo the name all of that stuff so it was really just staying persistent and being consistent in what you wanted to do and that's how it got me to figuring out what exactly in the beauty industry I wanted to do and be and what was like now that you've really been starting to invest more time into like what what is like the overall vision goal and everything for you guys for you to do just being an editorial slash runway fashion makeup mm-hmm. artist and I want to do celebrities too really any faces I can get my hands on <laughs> is there any like specific celebrity that you want to work with like I'm very curious not off the top of my head there are a lot of models that I would love to work with just 
working with different face shapes and eye shapes and looking at somebody, you can always kind of create something just by looking at them and mm-hmm. a concept comes to mind. And you're like, Ooh, they would be perfect for this. Right. Yeah. So nobody in particular. That's how, that's how I, I like you point that out because that's something I, I said in one of my TFP, my TFP episodes where I talk about trade for portfolio and all that kind of stuff. It's like so true because like, I like I've been a model because I'm like, oh, these are the things that I know that would look on hair posts saying like, I'm doing your makeup just to do it. Right. Cause a lot of people in my hometown, they support, but when I'm looking for certain faces mm-hmm. to do a look, people are like, oh, well choose me choose me. And it's like, you don't want to hurt their feelings, but there's a look that you're going for when doing mm-hmm. these things. And you can't just use anybody's face. Yeah, very true. Yeah. I like that you point that out because a lot of people need to hear that. <laughs> yes. And it's not anything against them or personal. It's just models have a certain skin type and they take care of their skin very well. And it's an easier canvas and it's a nicer canvas and they can pull off the look that you're going for. Not everyone appreciates the, um, mm. the boundaries that we push in the makeup world. I was going to ask, uh, so where you're at in your location, like, would you say that the circle's pretty small when it comes to who does makeup in your area or like how far are you from like the big so- there are a bunch of makeup artists in Columbus, but a lot of them, I want to say I'm one of the few editorial fashion artists. Mm. A lot of the girls do weddings and portrait photography and family photo sessions and things of that nature, which they're great at that. It's just not the art work that I do is not taken seriously and or appreciated because they don't know it. They don't know what exactly it is. They just see it and they're like, oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. They don't go deeper, if you will. Yeah, I think that's that's so true. And I like how we were talking about before. I think that's really important to just niche down, you know, exactly it is what you want to do. But it's also because that reason too, especially like there's a lot of makeup artists is what like people say that the market's oversaturated, which I don't believe it is. But even when it is like there, that's why it's important to be like, okay, well, who do we know that can do editorial, right? Because yeah, anybody can do whatever. No one that. can do, nobody can do your job better than you do your job. Um, I know that's a huge thing in the beauty industry is doubt. We doubt mm-hmm. ourselves a lot because it's like, oh, well, Sally and Sue and Zoe, they all are makeup artists. So I can't be like, no, they might be a good makeup artist and you are too, but they can't mimic what you do. You are who you are, you shine how you shine and they can't do it the way that you do. That's something I definitely struggled with was comparing myself to other artists Mm. and instead realizing that I have my own niche and my own little gift that I have when I create things. And that's not the same at all with anybody in the surrounding area of Columbus. I think that's great. And that's also why I really preach about just knowing everybody, like every other makeup artist and breaking down that wall that this is a competition because it's like, if I get a job for editorial and my niche is bridal, like even if the money's good, it's like, it's not always worth your time. Let's say I'm not like I know exactly who I'm gonna call who you know so I think that that's awesome that you pointed that out because like it's not a competition like it's not and we're women so we're vicious and mm-hmm. we like to make it think that it is a competition but really you're building your own competition in your head like you're competing mm-hmm. against yourself that's not it's a world we like to make up and pretend it's not really there mm-hmm. I think that's so true so my next question for you is okay 
how are you going about building your clientele of where you're at like right now? Like what everything going on? I know we talked a little bit about this before on the phone, but like with the email marketing that you said, like you said, you're sending out a lot of emails. Like what kind of work are you investing into? So I've sent out a lot of emails to agencies, models, and photographers. Mm-hmm. And it's basically offering my services for if they want to pay me, that's fine. But it's offering my services for trade for portfolio work so that they get something out of it. And I do too. I get the experience working with different models, photographers, and hopefully one day agencies that need a makeup artist for models. But a lot of it's just emailing. I have sent out, if I could go through and divvy out the emails I've sent out, it'd probably be over a hundred. Oh my God. Probably about 50 DMs. If you go through my DMs, it's like a bunch of random models and photographers. And I have in my notebook, I've written out like an email that I send with all my platforms and my website on it. And I just copy and paste and send it to a bunch of people and they either get back to me or they don't. And before quarantine happened, that was actually when I was doing the most. January, February, March. I was in Atlanta a lot doing it from reaching out because it's not going to come to me. I think a lot of us expect what we're working for to come to us Mm -hmm. and you have to literally bend over backwards to get there. And you can't say no. You can don't say no to an opportunity because it could be one of the best things you've ever done. Right. Like I think a, a lot of people get lost in that translation of like, I'm working for free like I talk about this in one of my episodes but it's it's like one that's why it's so important to have your overall goal your overall vision because if you don't know what that is then it's going to feel like you're working for free but also going into everything as in like I'm not just going here to do makeup I'm going here so that there's somebody I need to meet or something I need to hear right something that's like when I show up opportunities show up so especially sending yeah sending those emails I got connected with a photographer in Atlanta (gasps) And he was like, he worked with me one time. And after that, he messaged me and was like, you're going to be a go-to makeup artist for me. And that was just Uh for me booking one. And now we've done four shoots together. Since then, we did those in February and March. But you never know where saying, like, just doing what you want gets you. Mm -hmm. So that's a huge thing, too. Yeah, especially people like that who are looking to hire on like they're not only looking at your talent because a lot of people can have the talent but they're like are they going to show up they're probably like that first time you do a tfp with them they're probably you have to be reliable yeah they're like when did they show up what were they wearing what is their kit yeah you know it's kind of like a quiz like or like a interview so honestly yes and i love that though i'm glad i'm always early and punctual that's why i tell people especially even right now where everything's like virtual and stuff like this like i definitely wasn't following my own rules when it came to like when this first started going down but it's like now every time I'm like either getting on a call or like you know showing up on Instagram like I try to show up as if like I'm physically going somewhere like what am I getting like what time do I get on this live or what time yeah I'm wearing because it affects how I feel right like they could see me and if I didn't care how I looked, it would be different. But I look good. I feel good, right? So it's like, doesn't matter if it's on a call or if it's a TFP job or it's a, a celebrity job. Like, it, you just have to show up as if this is the number one opportunity that, you know, you've been waiting for. You have to be 100% to give 100%. I love that. Okay, so my next question I'm going to dive into is like, obviously, with all, everything going on with the COVID-19, everything got shut down. Like, I think this is why I'm so big on why I started the $10,000 relief fund is because I knew how much time and energy it takes into booking everything and all that stuff. But it's also like, 
we love doing what we do. Like it's so fun that sometimes like, we just kind of forget it's a job. And for that to be just taken away from us for like, just at an instant, like I just felt so defeated, like at a very, very like, like a mindset of like, wow, this like, it does suck. And you have to feel that. If you don't feel it first, then you're kind of like, you know, it's hard to get past it. That makes sense? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, definitely. So it did take a toll on where I live. Mm-hmm. So I guess I, what I'm asking is like, what was the situation like for you? Like, was the first person to start like canceling or like, where were you at when it happened? Like, where were you at in your career as well? So I was still working at the bar. I am still there. Just we're obviously not allowed to be open. It's a nightclub, but mm-hmm. I was still working there. And I was, I had a bunch of trade for portfolio, TFP shoots book in March and April. And then I had a wedding. I had three weddings in May and only one of them stayed scheduled, but a lot of the trade for portfolio work was canceled in Atlanta. I was having the opportunity to go to the fashion department at UGA Mm -hmm. um, in Athens. I reached out to them and they actually got back to me and wanted to do a trade for portfolio shoot with them. So a lot of opportunities got missed, but Mm -hmm. being just who I am now. And then like my roommate being so positive too, we didn't let any of it affect us. Like we still continued our daily routines. We obviously couldn't go to work, but Mm -hmm. we would still, we got up in the mornings, we worked out, we spent more time outside. We got brighter and bigger views of not only ourselves, but like the world Mm -hmm. around us and the people we're surrounding ourselves with. And we learned that we really just like came to terms with like, this might be affecting our jobs, but it doesn't need to affect us. Like we can Mm -hmm. keep going. So like I said, we did the shoot, we got published in the magazine and that just gave us a bigger push, like mm-hmm. definitely wanting to just keep going. Like just because the world stops doesn't mean that you have to. Mm-hmm. And being a creative, you can continue to create comfort of your own home. Like you don't have to. It did suck that I don't have all these faces to play with and all these new models to meet, but I just kept going. I like how you point that out because there's a lot of artists that I've been following forever and I had no idea what they look like. And now they're like posting, you know, doing makeup on their, their selves and stuff like that. Like myself as well I don't really post like my own makeup on my page until now until I really got forced into it right so I love like just saying of how how you said that this is changing everything else but it doesn't have to change us like I think that is huge so many things that so many people need to hear not even like at that time but even now right like we're still in the situation and well we can't control it so yeah I thought my mom and dad more so my dad has always said don't stress things that you can't control so there's no reason to stress over it I mean it'll happen when it happens but a lot of people I mean in a smaller town mm-hmm. everything shut down and they were like oh my gosh what are we gonna do and they freaked out and just this household we definitely didn't freak out it was definitely like okay well what can we utilize this like what can we do now can you give an example at least of like one thing that you kind of noticed about yourself during all this stuff I realized who was really there and who's not like I'm very to myself and it's one of those things honestly like you realize like your friends like who they really really are because I didn't I mean I work in a bar so my friends they like to drink and being out of quarantine I've realized that I don't really like to drink it's just a social thing wow yeah and so I'd rather sit at home or be somewhere at the park or like surround myself with what I want to do and surround myself with who I want to be around like successful people instead of surrounding myself with the same people doing the same thing, not going anywhere, drinking all the time, not wanting to be better. They don't want to better themselves. And I can't better myself if I'm surrounded by somebody that's not doing any good for them. Wow. 
I love that you point this out because this is literally, I actually have my second episode I ever made on my podcast was all about this, like the hustle and the grind, and but also like things didn't really start shift for me until I started shifting the people who I was surrounding myself with. And it's like, yes, they're still my friends, but like I was right. a bartender at the time as well. But it's like when you're making that transition of like, okay, I'm not taking up a bartending shift in the morning, I'm doing a wedding. So it's like when I tell my friends, like I'm going, I have to go, I'm not going out tonight because one, I'm paying off all my debt. And two, I need to get up early because I have my own job tomorrow, right? Right. And they're like, drinks are $4. You have to come out. Peer pressure. Right. And I'm like, first of all, I don't want to drink anything that's $4. Like I just don't trust it. (laughs) And then two, weren't supporting me, you know, like they were just like totally like I'm telling them my goals. And not only the fact that they weren't supporting me, but they they couldn't help me get to the next level, even if they were. Right. And it's like, they don't want to see you doing good until you're actually doing good. And then they're like, well, hey, remember me? And it's like, like, no, I don't because you were dragging me down while I was trying to, you know, climb up this huge ladder. And it's being 26, we're about to turn 26, but being this age, you realize that like those friends are still your friends, but they don't have to, they're just not going to be there for you like you think they are. I like to call them convenient friends. So they're yeah, oh my gosh, friends. you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> I, Me and my roommate, we talk about that all the time. It's a convenience. And yeah, if I want to go out one night and celebrate something, I might invite you, but I still want to celebrate my success around successful people, not someone that's sour that I'm successful. Wow. Yes. That's actually like a huge shift that I'm going through right now. I couldn't remember if I told you this on the phone or not, but I was already shifting with this podcast because like the idea for the podcast came because one, I was learning stuff and people were asking me like, how did you build your portfolio? How did you all do all this stuff? So that's where it came from giving content. But it was like, if we weren't virtual and you were here in San Diego, I'd be like, hey, let's go get a coffee. And I was getting coffee with these artists. And I'm like literally having these conversations that we're having right now in a coffee shop for like two hours and I'm learning so much and I feel so connected with this person. And I was like, I need this to be on an audio. There's somebody else who's out there that needs to hear the things that you're one teaching me about the industry, but also just like your story. Right. So I was already pivoting and I always, you know, wrote down like, if you want to be a millionaire, you have to hang out with millionaires. Right. Honestly, you do. You really do. And it wasn't until that opportunity came knocking at my door that really clicked for me and here I am trying to help all freelancers but and then I had an opportunity to hang out not only hang out but surround myself with anyone who was making $500,000 in their business. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm definitely in that bracket. I don't make that much yet. And I'm like, and so I had that opportunity come knocking to me and I invested the most money I've ever invested my whole entire life just to make that leap of faith. And I went to this mastermind in LA and I, you know, was coached and I was mentored and I met all of these people who were just this, what we're this conversation, but at a higher level, right? But more of the entrepreneurial world. And I like, like Joe Budden type. Yeah. Like how he interviews some of the most iconic people and stuff. Right. Exactly. And it's like those things really clicked for me. So I was like, the beauty industry needs this, right? The beauty industry needs this connection. So I was already making this pivot. And then the, I was like on this high of because one, I like was surrounding myself. And now I have so much clarity on not only what I want to do, but how to do it. Like everyone there was either an expert in something that I didn't know about marketing or sales and all that kind of stuff. And then, and then when I got back, 
I was on this high and I knew exactly what to do with all the stuff because of the people I was surrounding myself with. And then I kind of came off that high. And that's when I went down to like that rabbit hole of like, holy crap, what is reality? Like everything just got canceled. And, and that's right with the idea for the $10,000 relief fund. So and I think just, that's awesome. And you are right. There isn't a makeup <laughs> mentor. Like there's not something yeah. that girls look for when we're being discouraged because we're not posting enough or we're just not good as somebody else's or something like that because it's always looks like a competition in the beauty industry it always looks Mm -hmm. like you have to be better than the next artist or you don't know what's to come but then you realize it's not as worked up as we make it in doing a podcast if people there are a lot of people out there that listen to them but if they listen to them they'll realize like well dang she said i need to slow down like i maybe should i slow down in smr that's who made me realize that i don't need to freak out i have an aspiration board in my room Mm -hmm. and one of these things that i saw says that da Vinci was 51 when he painted the Mona Lisa. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Da Vinci was 51 and it takes Mars 687 days to orbit the sun and it only takes Jupiter or it don't not only but it takes Jupiter 12 years wow. so just because someone's three steps ahead of you doesn't mean that you're not going to get to where you want to go it's just mm-hmm. everything happens in due time mm-hmm. it's just when you put in that time and effort it comes right back to you Ooh, yay hi friends I just want to take 60 seconds to remind you that I am now opening up my availability again for some one-on-one coaching Now, this is a lot different from the Makeup Mentor Mastermind. I'm not going to be teaching you everything I know about Law of Attraction. I'm not going to be teaching you about how to get your business off of the ground. For those who are already aware of the Law of Attraction, who already manifest everything in their business, who already have the business, you're just stuck in that masculine energy where you're working every single day so hard without the results that you want and the finances that you desire to have. So what we're going to do is get you super clear on your big vision goal. What is the number one thing that you want to complete in 2021? And we're going to give you an action plan of how you can make that happen. Second thing we're going to do is break down your money goals. You have those big dreams for a reason and you want more for a reason too. Hello. thing we're going to do is get you super clear on how you can partner with products that you are specifically already using in your business right now. Fourth thing we're going to do is get you on the market. We want the whole entire world to know about what you are doing right now. So all of those who are going to be working with me one-on-one, you're also going to be promoting whatever it is that you're doing on the podcast as well. So I'm super excited to work with those who are ready. If you're listening to this right now, it's for a reason. I'm only taking applications for the next two weeks. So make sure you go to my website right now, how you can work with me, and send me an email right now. So without further ado, let's get back to this amazing episode. Just your overall vision. Like what is the, I guess the question that I'm asking is like, when all of this stuff came to an halt, did you kind of get clear on the things that you really, really want moving forward? And like, what yes, things? definitely teaching, mm-hmm. but not in the sense, not technically teaching all about makeup. Like yeah. there's more to makeup than just makeup. There's mm-hmm. science to makeup. There's technique to makeup. There's, you have to research. You can always learn new things in any profession that you're doing. Mm-hmm. You can always be better. You're not the best that there is. Like putting professional in front of my name was something I keep going back on, back and forth on because I'm only 26. I'd like to be considered a professional makeup artist, but somebody else could look at me and be like, you're not a pro. You won't be a pro for another 30 years. But it, the knowledge that you teach yourself in like master classes, Mario and Danessa do them 
all the time. I mean, there's plenty yeah. of them that do them. I want to do a master class, but from the start to finish, like mentoring and mm-hmm. teaching you how to do makeup. I'm not sure if I told you this, but I'm 24. <laughs> really? Yeah. There's no way. Right? And it's like, I've kind of, that was, it's funny that you said that, like, oh, people are going to look at me and say I'm too whatever, because one, I've only been doing makeup for like two years, just in general. Shut the front door. (laughs) Right? And then my age, because like, I've had people where I've stepped into like these entrepreneurial like stuff and they're like, honey, you're really young. Honey, you are a female, like the only female in a room like that. And then they'll say like, you're a minority. And I'm like, I'm a minority. Like, I'm you know like- what that speaks to me? Intimidation. They're intimidated mm-hmm. that somebody younger yes. and a minority and someone being a woman, number one. Y'all haven't realized yet. Right. <laughs> And it's, but it's very intimate. They should be. I take that. As, I mean, it's flattering. Cool. <laughs> I love. That. Yeah, I like that perspective. Thank you for giving me for that. It's, You're welcome. That's something mean, that hit me so hard. I was like, "What am I doing?" Right. Perspective so like, like, comes with age too. It's mm-hmm. not because I can tell you now. When I was 23, I was not thinking the way that I'm thinking now. And mm-hmm. talking to people younger than me, normally I would get frustrated if they don't understand where I'm coming from. But I'm like, oh, okay. I remember when I was 24, or 21. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to hear anything for anybody. I was going to do it however I wanted to do it. And that was it. Mm-hmm. So it comes with age. So I like getting older. You grow so much and you get so wise. And I like how you said that, like, we're not in a rush to get to where we're going. I think that really hit home for me because, you know, I honestly have no absolute doubt of where I'm going. But I do, especially like when I have all the resources like right here helping me like to my side right now, I kind of be like, oh, I need to keep going. Oh, I need to do this. And so like, I get so caught up in what I'm doing, that masculine energy, that hustle, (laughs) that flow, whether it's like working on, you know, podcast or whatever, or if it's like doing makeup and stuff, like we always think we need to be something to get to the next level. And that's me, (laughs) right? I could take a break laying down or spend a whole day not doing something makeup related or career related in general, like not open my laptop or not watch the video and take notes. If I do that, sometimes I'll find myself thinking like, oh God, but you need to be doing something, but you don't like it's a take the day off, like take a break, you know. Right. Now, obviously, when I'm booked in 20 years and I'm then I'm going to be begging for those breaks that I'm taking now, mm-hmm. but no, I'm going to enjoy them while I can right now. And they're mad about all this stuff, but they needed that break. That's why this came to them, honestly, for a reason. I was going to ask you, oh, I, well, no, I was just going to say with the masterclass that you want to teach about the science behind the makeup, I'm 100% already registered because I know nothing when it comes to like products. Like I talk about this all the time. Like I can tell you everything business that you need to know. Like, but when it comes to like, what's in this dealer? Like, is it eco-friendly enough? I'm like, I know nothing. So that's stuff that I'm already investing in. And that's why I'm getting people on the podcast of like, teach me what I need to know, right? Yes, I love learning too, teaching and learning. Because when you trade things with people, Mm -hmm. you also learn like working with other people, you learn more and they learn from you. And then it just becomes this huge cocktail and you all drink it. And here we are having a party. Okay, so my last question for you is... Let's talk about the giveaway. Let's talk about how, well, at first I want to talk about like, how do you think you found it? I know we kind of talked about this on the phone, but like, do you remember like how you've been seeing the giveaway? I'm pretty sure I was on Instagram and I saw it. I don't know if this post was sponsored or not. I just saw it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you sponsored it and I clicked on it and I was like, okay, she's from LA. 
she's doing a fundraiser. I don't know why you being from LA like justified it for me, but that's for some reason justified it. You know, we think it's huge for the beauty community, especially too. I saw it and I was like, all right, I'm bored. Let me take this survey. And I like answering questions about like why I like to do makeup and what got me here. So I started answering questions and then just sent it out. And I got an email that said that like it was submitted and I was like, okay. And I was like, a month ago. I was like, you know, I never win anything. This is retarded. And then I was like, wait, you, you never know. You might win something. So a month later, fast forward to a week ago, I was sitting in my hallway, me and my best friend and another friend of ours were getting ready to go eat Mexican. This is the first time we are going to eat since quarantine. They're finally open. Why not have a margarita? So I'm sitting there. We're all happy getting ready. We've all had a good day. I don't have notifications on my phone. So I have to open mm-hmm. apps to see when something happens and I opened the app on Instagram and you tagged me and I saw the tag and it said you just won and I was like I'm sorry what and I opened the mention on my story and it said it was a recording of you saying and the winner is and it said Brittany Corn and I just screamed and my oh roommate my and my, my roommate my friend Emily me and Emily were just sitting there like what I was like I just want billion dollars they were like no and I was like this isn't real like I swore it wasn't real there was no way and then checked my email and I went back and I was like holy crap this is that survey that I did like a month ago cool. it was definitely the right time too because I've spent all quarantine investing in my kit I've literally mm-hmm. revamped the entire thing oh this is so key because I already knew like it's funny because like once I started this like I already knew in my head of what kind of person it would go to it was one someone who's more like positive and you know someone who's not really being having a negative energy towards everything that's going on because when you put up that vibration that's what you attract right oh absolutely 100% I try to tell people that all the time I mean my roommate's someone that taught me that like stop being so sad stop being so sad like smile and good things will happen to you you want happiness you have to be happy you can't expect happiness to come to you that's just like with love you there are people they want love so bad and it's like do you want love or do you want the company Mm. are you alone it's just things of that nature do you really really want it and if you really really want it then make it happen I love that that's so true I would like to point out the fact that you found that through me sponsoring it because like something that I'm coaching people through this week with my makeup mentor manifesting money challenge is like what decisions are we make making off of the money not what we want to do right so I had this right vision for the the sponsor for the $10,000 relief fund and just me pushing it out there and trying to get as many people like to know about it was so difficult so then I seen the struggle that I was having promoting and you know you you how at Instagram it always says like promote your um your posts or whatever yeah I love that button because I use it right I just don't know how I don't really know how so like I promoted stuff on there before like maybe just like when I first started and I was like oh this doesn't work what a waste of money this is before I started getting into all this stuff and then I seen this struggle and I said oh my gosh duh I totally forgot that I could just promote this so I think I spent like maybe 20 25 dollars maybe 30 dollars like promoting that and I think it just goes to go to show because like if I didn't one see that 20 dollars was just $20. Hello. And then two, if I didn't do that, you probably wouldn't have seen that post and you wouldn't be on this phone call today, right? Really? Like, like you, honestly, yeah. So that's why it's so important to like make your decisions off, you know, one, like when, when people are ready to invest, they're going to invest. And then two, like make your decisions off what you want to do 
that how much money you have. Like if I would have thought that that was a waste of money, then it would have been a waste of money. Right. But I knew that it was going to help me get to this message to the right person. And the last thing I wanted to say was like, Oh, like I wanted this to be a manifestation for somebody else. Cause like, there's so many amazing, amazing things and opportunities that have just been happening to me. Like just in general, like since I started learning about all this stuff and now teaching, like it just really goes to show, like, I love that feeling like receiving something, but it feels so like just as good when you're the one that's like made it happen. Right. You were that manifestation for somebody else. So yeah, I just hope it starts like a ripple effect. I love how you said you're investing into your kit because that's exactly what what I told everybody that they need to be doing right now because there are so many sales that are happening right now. Danessa Myrinks, when literally the second week of quarantine, it was like March 27th. I remember the date. I was still in Atlanta. I was staying at an Airbnb with my best friend that I was telling you about that the one that told me to do all the emails. Oh, we yeah. had Airbnb up there and I had just done a beauty shoot and I was like, well, I'm going to go ahead and stay the rest of the week. And then I'll come home because not everything was completely shut down yet, Mm -hmm. but it was happening. Like everything was happening. And Vanessa Myricks, I got an email from her company thing for like her subscriptions and it was like 29 shades of the vision cream foundation keep in mind these are 28 dollars a piece so wow. normally for 29 shades i don't know the math on that but it's like 600 dollars or something wow. like four to six yes four to six hundred dollars she had a sale and it was 29 shades for 120 dollars. oh my gosh when i tell oh. you i was like i didn't second guess it i bought it and that started like the ripple effect of me just all the money that i'm receiving as far as like I'm not working of course I mean we have to pay our bills but other than that everything else that I've tried to spend the money on was something that I was going to use for a better purpose like I finally invested in the oil Henriksen um, banana brightener under eye cream primer okay it's amazing it's amazing they did a bundle where you could get the primer and the eye cream for $53 so I bought it yeah so everything the sales are definitely helping I'm getting a bigger bags for my kit and just more products that I've always wanted to use, but obviously I just couldn't afford or I felt like investing in it wasn't going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. But I think buying the Danessa Myricks bundle made me realize like, dude, you need to do this. So mm-hmm. I did. And I'm still like, I'm still here finding things that skincare, like skin prep is my number one investment right now that I'm looking mm-hmm. towards because you can't have a good outcome if you don't have a perfect base. Like your base mm-hmm. has to be, you have to have a nice soft canvas to work off of. I love that. And I like how you're telling me all this stuff because like, <laughs> like I said, I don't know a lot about products. And so and the thing I was telling everybody is like, now's the time to invest into your kit as crazy as it sounds like, because like, obviously when all this stuff going, I think everybody should be raising their rates. Like, and if you invest into your kit right now, then you can raise your rates to, you know, not saying that drugstore or anything is bad, but I'm just saying like, you're going to be able to raise your compared to compared to like, you know, the amount that you spent on the new things that you've had. Right. Cause a lot yeah. of people ask like, Oh, what do you use? They're not really asking, what do you use? They uh-huh. want to know if it's name brand or drugstore. That's all they want to know. That is very true. Cause a lot of people think, and if you use drugstore stuff, then of course you're not going to, your inventory is not going to be as much, but if you use higher end, your inventory is going to be as much, but drugstore is also just as good as high end, but mm-hmm. it's how you invest it or how you use it. Very true. Very true. Yay. I'm so excited that we got to do this call today. And I also want to say thank 
you again for being patient with me with all of my You're so welcome. I want to do another one. <laughs> right? So uh, my question is for you is, I guess two more questions, but how can everybody find you? Like they heard the story and I've been talking all about your makeup because you're absolutely insane. You're so good. And when you do a masterclass, you. let me know because I will be there, but how can they find you? Like what's, where are you most present and what's your, your social media? Instagram is where I'm most present. Um, everything else falls off of that. So my Instagram's connected to my Facebook, but I use Instagram the most for portfolio and I try to engage on my stories. Mm-hmm. I'm not that good at it, but I'm getting there. I'm engaging with people because I've noticed people watch stories a lot, but yeah. the B like, word, the B word, B word is that's my platform. That's who I am. My name is Brittany. So the B word.mua is my Instagram name. And that's where I have all of my work posted. And then it has my website on there. So if you want to go look at my website, it has all my work also posted. It's on there. But Instagram is definitely where I'm most present and savvy. Yay. Awesome. And if you guys are listening to this and you're on the email list, I'm actually going to be sending out just direct links to her Instagram. And then if you are listening to this and you are connected with her story and you're in LA or Atlanta, and you need a makeup artist or wherever then wherever because I will travel <laughs> right I think that's that's something we were talking about before we got caught off is that you were reaching out to other people that were in different cities and stuff like that too yeah reaching out everywhere I sent a lot of emails to Atlanta Miami Tampa there were a bunch in LA and a couple in New York that I sent out too just to offer my services and give them a backstory and see if they were interested in the trade for portfolio work because I will spend money going to make no money just to get to where I want to be. Spend money to make money. Yay. Honestly, yeah, you have to. Mm -hmm. You have to. And I'm a frugal person. I'm so frugal, but if I want it, it's going to happen. There's actually an episode that I made on my podcast. It's called the 10, 10, 10 rule. So what it talks about is like every single time that you get paid, you just use the structure. So 10% you get to spend on yourself. And then the other 10%, you save it because I'm, I've always been really bad at saving. So this really helped me. And then the other 10%, you give it away. And then- That is so smart. I'm about to write that down on my whiteboard. Yeah, it goes so much more into detail. So that's one of my favorite tricks. And then also going to make another episode about this but what's it called it's called your money motivator a lot of us are frugal to certain things right i'm frugal when it comes to like hey do i need it do i need fancy furniture like i don't really like those are things i don't like you know yeah not me nope we've had the same couches for six years (laughs) right like i'm just not like but when it comes to either an experience let's say there's an event where so-and-so is going to be there i'm like oh 110 percent unfair right so that's my money motivator. And when, once you get really clear on what your money motivator is, it'll help you no matter if you're like a millionaire, wherever you're at in your business and your financial, that you'll know what things that you should be like, that are your money motivators that you can spend money on. And then the things that like, even if you become a millionaire, I'm still probably not going to buy the most expensive couches in the world, right? So. No, I don't need it. I'm about comfort. I don't need the brand or the name. It's nice having mm-hmm. things here and there, yes, but quality. My last question, I swear this is my last question for you. That's okay. <laughs> my last question is, if you had $1 million in your bank account, Right now, whatever time it is, where you're at, we're still in quarantine, we're still on lockdown, you still can't do makeup, what would you do? That is very hard. I'm a very impulse person. I react off of emotion. So I have to teach myself not to do so. So honestly, I'm really happy right now. So reacting off of emotion, I would probably, I definitely go eat, go get something to eat and celebrate. Yes. 
I would pay off my car. Mm. I would pay off my car. Awesome. Yep, that's what I would do. I would pay off my car. So this is a question I ask when I'm doing a lot of like one-on-one coaching because one, everybody knows exactly what they want to do right now, right? Like a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know what I want to do. But like, it's mostly because you're limiting, you're, you're limiting yourself. So I like... I'm going to point out the first thing that you said is like going, getting something to eat, right? Like we don't need a million dollars to do that. But if it makes us feel like that would be the first thing that we would do, then it's going to get you into that vibration that like, I'm a freaking millionaire, right? Like I just want a million dollars and now I'm going to go get something to eat. And then the second half of that is like, some people will say like pay off my car or I buy a house or I would do this. And it's like, so usually the number one thing that comes to your head, like when it's something like that, it's like the number one thing that you should be or not should be, but like would be focusing on right now. Like for me, when my answer was paying off my debt, I was just so hard headed that like, cool, I'm, that's my goal right now, paying off my debt. Or I would buy a vanity. And that was my goal at that time. So usually whatever you're saying at the beginning of that is like what like your next goal or whatever is. But it's just a fun question. I like to hear other people's like answers and stuff, whether it's $500 <laughs> or a million dollars, right? Yeah, I like that you do that because now I'm thinking about it. Doesn't it like get you thinking? So that's a question that, that I ask myself every single day. And that's why I I'm go to as many master classes as I could now that I think about it because they're expensive right they have some for like a thousand dollars and I'm like whoa right That's, again if you want to invest in yourself it's not a lot of money because you'll probably make ten thousand back well it's like it's a building block right like the, the last amount that I told you I invested it was more than most people would pay for a car like I'm gonna be honest like it was thousands and thousands of dollars but for me I've already invested like one thousand dollars I invested you know five hundred dollars a thousand dollars two thousand dollars so when this amount came to me it scared me but I knew it was possible so it's usually a building block right so if you uh-huh. so all of that kind of stuff so it and the other part of that question is like how do you do that how do you do whatever it is on the list that you would do with that if you had a million dollars without a million dollars and that's how I started the ten thousand dollar relief fund because I'm like if I had a million dollars I would give away ten thousand dollars and then I said okay Take your own advice, Anita. How can you get $10,000 without actually having $10,000? Wow. And that's how I started the relief fund. It's a breakdown. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I love that. That's fabulous. I love that. I go way more into like coaching and stuff, but... Again, I just want to say thank you so much for your time. I know we've been like talking and we had to like re-record. So I want to That's thank okay. You. I've enjoyed it. But I'm going to leave your Instagram down below. And I just want to say I am super grateful to have you and excited that you were the winner. Thank you so much. I really thoroughly enjoyed this. So if you ever need another guest, I'll be here. I'll talk with you. 110%. When you have your masterclass, let me know and we'll be promoting. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> Later, girl. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Makeup Mentor Podcast. If this episode resonated with you, if it helped educate you, or it just changed your perspective in any way, shape, or form, please stop what you're doing right now. Take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at the Makeup Mentor Podcast, and you will be rewarded with a free journal prompt just for sharing. Or you can head over to my website and learn about working with me one-on-one, breaking down those money blocks, taking your business to the next level, and possibly even being a guest on the show. Thank you guys again so much for listening to this episode and we will see you next week.